You're now listening to What's Up Award, the podcast. For those of you who may not know, this is a podcast that focuses on love, life, relationships, and everything in between. Everyone has a story to tell. We just want to know what's yours. And to regular listeners out there like Randall Browner, salute. salute. My name is Wardy Ward, and the cool co-host is Trey Aldea, the building. What's up, my brother? What's going on, Wardy Ward? You know how we do. The What's Up Award podcast really enjoys supporting individuals who start, run, or have their own businesses. Our in-studio guest today certainly falls in this category. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back, Mr. Steve Royale, to the show. Yay, yay. Hey, I don't know who Steve Royale is, but I know Steve Royal. You right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was just he put a little accent by you know, the He said it with his pinky out. That's what he did, Steve. I was waiting <laughs> for it. I knew, I knew he was going to say He's going to do it. We're going to put the disclaimer out there right now. On behalf of the What's Up Award show, we want to let you know that Mr. Ward Award is extra, extra. Not back to Man, you know, when I saw that movie, Pope Fiction, when no boy said the same which is called the Royale. I always, when I see Royal, I say that. I can't, I'm, I'm going to write it down. I'm good. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's I'm all good. good. All right. He did put two L's on your name, so he kind of, you know, yell on there. So. All right. So, well, uh, Steve, you came to our show during our very first season, and we were very starting out with the podcast, so we're glad we stayed in touch with you, and glad you came back. So, a million okay. things I want to talk to you about. Thanks. Yeah. So uh, before we get started, people always ask me, hey, I want to pull up the person you're talking to when I'm hearing it. So can you tell us up front where they can find you on social media? And then we'll ask you again at the end of the show, too. Yeah. So if, if you're on Instagram, it's uh, wait, what comedy? Like, wait, what? And then comedy. OK. All uh, right. Yeah. And uh, Facebook is just Steve Royal. Uh, R-O-Y-A-L-L. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You'll see my picture. That's me. All right, that'll work. All right, so Steve, you're a person who's in the business of making people laugh and also being a positive actor. Can you tell us a little bit about, in your own words, what you do? Yeah, so I do writing, directing, uh, acting, and editing. Um, I do a lot of uh, sketch comedy videos. So that if you go to my Wait What Comedy channel, you'll see you know a lot of sketch comedy videos there. Um, I just shot my first feature film. Uh, last summer, and I'm currently, I submitted to festivals this year, so I'm just currently in the waiting period for responses from the festivals. Yeah. So so what what happens now at the festival? They pick it up, and you like, you just like a superstar then? You can go around slapping people? I mean, what, what's up? No, no. Well, if they, if they, if they, uh, if I get into some of these festivals, well, actually, you know what? I'm not, I'm not going to say if, when I get into some of these there festivals. You go. There you go. Yes, exactly. Uh, then it gives you a good chance to make industry connections and hopefully I can, uh, meet someone who might be interested in, uh, funding the, <laughs> financing the next one. Okay. <laughs> So give give us a little snippet. What is it, what is it about? So actually, okay, I I would say I do ninety percent comedy, but this one is actually a revenge film. So not Ooh. comedy at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. It's about okay. a um, this woman, her fiance gets killed right in front of her mm. during a botched robbery, and rather than letting the cops, you know, find you know the the suspects, she decides to take the law in her own hands. So she's trying to find 
these guys so she can get her revenge and the cops are trying to find these guys and so it's just like a you know who's going to get to the you know people first and there's like a twist at the end so you find out that that uh botch robbery that seemed random maybe it wasn't so random oh mm. i like that i like nice. that Mm-hmm. Okay then, so I, I can see why she's trying to find it because if that was a fiance, she didn't have no insurance benefits. So I, I'd be mad about that too. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so see, so how did you get into this field, man? What, what, were you just a funny person or something? Or what, what happened? Yo, all right. So when I was a kid, like I was not interested in this at all. Like I actually thought I was going to go into law. Oh. And then what happened was I was because uh, I was going to University of Maryland College Park. Um, and I was leaving class and about to go home. And then I saw on the, um, on campus, there were all these like white trailers, you know, parked next to each other. And so I was like, oh, let me go check and see what this is all about. And it turned out they were filming a movie on my, on my, uh, at my school and they were looking for extras. And I thought, well, I'm done with classes for the day. So, you know what? I, I'm, I'm down to be an extra for the day. Let me just see what this will, this will be fun. Right, And I don't know if it was the allure of like the lights or just being on set or, or, you know, around the actors, but I just felt like, I think this is what I'm supposed to be doing with my life. It was, it was the weirdest feeling. (laughs) (laughs) So, so all like, you know, because like I said, when I was a kid, like, you know, it was law. I was always doing like puzzles and always, you know, reading detective thing, novels and, you know, studying law and criminal cases like you know i was like oh i want to go to like a a court and just sit in the back and just watch like i thought that was where i was going and after i was an extra in this movie all that interest in law was gone wow (laughs) in that that one day hey you remember the movie what what was the movie i don't even remember the movie (laughs) i don't even remember it but i was just happy to be in it yeah i can imagine did you have any speaking parts or was just like a background role all right, so it was just a it was a featured background role. Um, basically, what happened was, well, okay. So first they were just looking for extras, and then as I was, I was, I remember I was sitting in like the holding area, and there was this really cute girl. I think her name was Imari or Imani. I don't remember, but uh, I was trying to figure out a way to to holler at her, and like this AD, because we were just talking, and this AD came up and was like, "Oh, uh, we need a kissing couple. Would you guys mind?" And in my in, inside, <laughs> I am screaming there it goes. like, there it goes. Yes! <laughs> right? But of course, you got to play it cool. So I'm like, um, yeah, I mean, I, I guess that that should be okay. Are you cool with that? Are you cool with that too? Oh yeah, I guess we could do that. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we shot the scene, and we were like right next to like the actors, right, the main actors. And I, it's okay. So I I saw. Cause someone someone said that they saw the movie and they said that they added in some lines which mm. i didn't because i didn't say any lines so my friend was like yeah they, they said you said uh all right baby i'll see you later mm. <laughs> like what classic there you go <laughs> right i was like i, I didn't say that <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy uh, tell me this though you you said you kind of do your own skits too what's the process of doing that i mean what, what's your whole mindset do you, do you like vision this thing do you put it on boards do you like i mean can i get walk us through that sure so okay so there's a couple things that i do either i'm i'm you know at home and like a random thought will pop into my head and make me laugh and i'll just write it down 
Uh-huh. Or maybe I'm outside and I see something and I'm thinking, oh, that would be good for a joke. And then I'll just write it down. And then later on, when I'm looking at all the ideas, you know, potential ideas, I'll just start writing it out. Like, what can, what can I do to make this funny? And uh, yeah, and then so I, I'll just write a couple of things. Now, I have to say, I used to do a lot more writing. Like, I used to spend a lot more time on it. But because I've been so focused on the film and getting into the festivals, I haven't yeah. spent as much time sitting down and writing out all the funny things. Like, I used to I used to really go in-depth with it. And mm -hmm. I've gotten a little bit sidetracked. But um, as soon as things are done with this film, I'll be able to focus more on the comedy. Okay. Process. Okay. Yeah. Now, Steve, what, what's what's the name of the, the film that you just finished that's actually going to the film festivals? Are you able to give that name out now, or of is that something kind of hush-hush? No, no. So the film is called When the Gun Talks. Mm. Okay. I like that. Okay. Yes. And actually, um, I have the poster on the Wait What Comedy channel. It's a little bit, I mean, I posted it a while ago, so you probably have to scroll down a little bit. But yeah, there's a poster of it, and it's like, you see I like- I see it. Oh, you yeah. see it? No, I'm looking at it, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that's it. That's so, like one of futuristic guns. What is that? No, it's that's just a regular. Um, I don't even know what it's. It's a regular. It's a current gun. Yeah. Today's society, sure, of course. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, so, do your friends and family give you unsolicited comedy tips and and, and uh, other writing things for you that you don't ask for, or, or do you listen to it if you want it? No, absolutely. I, I do get it. Yes. Do I want it? No, absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, I always get the, oh, you should do this. Oh, I, I got a funny idea for you. I get that all the time. And yeah. every time, like, and this is this is including friends and family. And every time I get it, I'll just say, well, you should do that for your channel. I, I think, don't give mm -hmm. me the idea. Like, do it yourself. Exactly. And it, yeah. And they are, oh, I don't have time. Oh, but you got time to give it to me. <laughs> the same amount of time, you can, you can put it together. Yeah, so. I, I, you're right. I do like that because I got one well, thing I'm gonna try to do that. But I think from a person's like us looking at it, it, how you do it, that, that's a lot of work. Y'all got the good cameras, the angles, and editing. Man, that, that's a lot of work. I really respect what you do. So, uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm gonna try something. You're right. Yeah, and actually, I okay. So it's funny you should mention that about the about. So I'll, I'll shoot um, a lot of videos where it's like a lot of different angles and I'm doing all that extra work. But lately I, I've i noticed cause I see myself putting in all this work and I'll get like a few hundred views. And then I'll see somebody post a video where it's like them just holding the phone and yeah. like hundreds of thousands of views. I know. Like, <laughs> uh, so I started mixing in some videos where, you know, it's just one, you know, one camera angle and mm -hmm. I'm just talking to the camera. Cause I'm like, man, forget all this. I'm putting in all this work and mm -hmm. you know, now what's crazy is uh, I checked the, um, the insights of those videos and I actually get more views on the, the videos that I put the less work in. Mm. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You're right. I, I noticed that on, on, on I post some stuff too, not like yours, but just I'd I be watching views and people do like that simplicity. I don't know why. It's just I don't know why. It's just you never know. Yeah. Yeah. See, but I'm still gonna I'm still gonna keep making the videos where I put in the work only because I feel like a lot of the people like I don't want to get too comfortable doing the easy route because then if an opportunity presents itself where they're like, oh, you know, uh, we want you to make this movie. 
Because if you notice, a lot of those people don't make those like really silly videos, mm -hmm. especially the, the influencers are big. If you look at some of their movies, oh, they're terrible. They're terrible. They're, and I'm not going right. to name any names, but they're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. you know, you know, Steve, you know, Ward and, 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 and Trey, we're here, we're here to help you out. So we're, we're willing to get into those videos with you. But I got to tell you, we got a really long rider list of all the stuff we need, like double stuffed Oreos and gummy bears. So, you know, we, <laughs> yeah, we want to yeah. help you out. But, you know, can you get to come with the good stuff, man? Of course. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Steve, what city are you in again? Los Angeles. Yeah, he right there in it. OK. I remember last time I came to L.A., I went to the Staples Center. I was so amazed by how nice the stable center was. And I went around the corner two, three blocks, and I was like, where am I at? I was like, what the heck? <laughs> yeah. They didn't show me that on TV. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, uh, I think for my idea with my skit I'm going to shoot that I was going to tell you about, but now I'm not going to tell you because you said you don't want them. But um, <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to show a dude getting up in the morning, 5 o'clock, he hitting the alarm clock. He goes and drink, you know, wash up and stuff and get dressed and he drink his egg thing. He running down the street. He's getting in shape, you know. He's doing 25 push-ups, you know, sit-ups, crunches. And then he gets dressed. He's walking down the aisle at night and he's going to the boxing ring. And everybody's cheering him on. He walks on the thing and he goes up and then he's going to just start telling jokes and get hit. That's going to be my skit. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Which brings us to, mm. let's talk about the slap, man. Let's talk about Will Smith. Yeah. Let's, 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 what, what are your thoughts on that, first of all, Steve? Oh, I, he was absolutely 100% wrong for that one, for mm -hmm. sure. Yeah, that was just a bad look to do that. Like, And what, what was crazy, I, I, I couldn't believe that, or I, I still can't believe that there's so many people who were like saying, oh, yeah, he was defending his, his wife, so he was justified. And I'm like, defending his wife from a joke? Right. Words? Like... I, I don't know. I, I I'm like it was it was worth like if jokes were that bad. Like I feel like maybe criminals would be instead of pulling out guns, they would pull out jokes. Like yo, I got this loaded joke. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Oh, no, you, <laughs> King Richard, nobody, nobody move, King Richard. get hurt. <laughs> yeah, right, right, exactly. Like, Defending his wife from what? And it's, yeah. I didn't think the joke was that bad. I didn't either. I didn't. Well, he you know, was laughing, so you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and, until he looked over and saw her, so right, then he knew he had to get up and say something. Well, oh, okay. ironically, she said herself that she doesn't care two whatevers about what people think about her hair. I'm like, shouldn't she have told him that? Because that could have changed the whole outcome of that night. Because uh, I, I agree. I think he was wrong too. Because he's a 53 year old man hitting a 57 year old man, and. I wasn't sure if the slap was real or not. I, I, I don't know if it was a hard slap, but still, it's still assault, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I probably would have handled it differently because, and then he turned his back and walked away on him. I, I don't think that would have happened like that in the street. I just don't think yeah. it would have happened. No, yeah. I, and that, that, would, that pissed me off too, because he knew that Chris wasn't going to do anything. First of all, Chris is smaller than him. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. He's small, like you said, he's older, and they're on live TV, so... Right, you know, it's not a good look, you know. Not a good look at all. Yeah, he definitely would not have been able to pull that in real life. And actually, I gotta tell you, and I and I did a sketch, a sketch about that where, um, you know, if if that were me, mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I I gotta applaud Chris for the the restraint because mm -hmm. man, if you uh, sm like the <laughs> a, a smack is just so disrespectful. It's like 
If it was a punch, it'd be like, okay, I'm gonna okay, get yeah. him after the show. Uh-huh. But a slap like I see you at the line. after party. Exactly, exactly. I'll see you at the after party. Right. Yeah. And that's, a, that's a slap is just so emasculating. I feel like, mm-hmm. wow, you really just slapped me. And yeah. it's, it's, it's amazing how much he talked about, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm all about nonviolence and you know how he grew up and know how his stepdad treated his mom and all that type of stuff. And I, I guess the question now that he's he's done that and now he's tried to make amends and now he's now, you know, hmm. resigned from the academy. What I mean, what what does that really mean? You know, outside of not being a voting member of, the, of that group now, what does that mean now? Not being a member of the academy. I don't understand that. He can't win no awards no more. Uh no no I think he can he can still uh win awards like um but yeah he he can't vote and most likely he won't be invited to any of the Oscars celebrations you know because sometimes they'll have celebrities go there just to watch even though they're not nominated yeah so, yeah he he wouldn't I don't see him going to getting invited to those um but yeah that little. I'm, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna uh, resign from the academy, and I'll take whatever punishment. Man, that, yeah. I don't. That that's nothing. <laughs> I, I mean, all like that was just something, you know, like to to gain like sympathy. Like, oh no, Will. Right. No, no, yeah, exactly. Do exactly. If if he really wanted to do something, he'd step away from the Screen Actors Guild. But then he wouldn't be working. So let me just right. Yeah. If he really wanted to do something, instead of doing that BS uh, statement, he should have either he should have did like a video where you can see his face. Because I don't even believe that he wrote that statement. I feel like maybe someone else, maybe his publicist wrote it. Mm-hmm. You know, I yeah. If 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 you slap me on live TV and I don't do anything for some reason, uh, yeah, you, I better get issued an apology. You know, where we see you. None of that. You know, <laughs> statement BS. Yeah, Chris Chris Rock is pretty fair on that as well too because like uh, Jim Carrey said, you know, I'd wake up and sue him for two hundred million because that's that's gonna be on on YouTube forever, right? So, mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. what, what's it PDST thing, whatever that is? PDST. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if he really could get that from that, but you can get money from that. So I don't know. Tough call, man. I, I I'm a forgiving person. Mm-hmm. I honestly don't know what I do in that situation. I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, like I said, I know what I would do. I'm swinging back. I, <laughs> money, <laughs> money. Hey, we saw your IG page. We say, hey, we, we, don't mess with the dojo. We saw that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Breaking concrete, man. Come on now. Yeah, I'm embarrassing him right back. Like it's gonna be a situation where he gets knocked out, and they're gonna have to cut to the audience or cut to a close up while somebody picking Will up off the floor. Because no yeah. way. Right. <laughs> yeah. You're right, yeah. I would think, I, I would hope I wouldn't do it, but if he hit me in the moment, I probably would have hit him. At least if I could have thought I was going to get knocked out by him, he still would have, you know, got something. He'd have been like, right. yeah, I probably don't hit him again. Because they said, uh, what if it had been uh, somebody else up on stage? Would have hit that person? What if it was Tom Cruise or, you know, Peyton Manning talk about people? Would he have, would he have slapped any of them, you know? Or The Rock. The, the yeah, Rock. The rock. <laughs> That's one Rock he ain't hitting. Yeah, he wouldn't hit him. He, I know he wouldn't <laughs> no. hit him. But the, but the Rock is pretty cool, too. He know about keeping his money right, too. So he, mm-hmm. he probably would have did something. I don't know. I don't know. That, that's, yeah. that's a good point. Yeah, so, I feel um, like The Rock probably wouldn't have. The Rock probably would have taken the slap on live TV. But yeah. he has to believe you better be uh, <laughs> better yeah. run because yeah. after that show, oh, he's yeah. gonna get you. He, uh-huh. Yeah, he'd, he'd have accidentally fell on him or something, and you exactly. know, gave, gave a two piece. Exactly. Yeah, he'd have thrown Kevin Hart at him. <laughs> Ooh, oh, I'm not going there. I'm not yeah, going I there. there. 
Uh, so, so what about Jada in this? Do, do you think that Jada is uh, Will's Delilah from the Bible? Is she? Is he? Is he hmm. his downfall? I didn't think about that, but yeah, I, I could actually see that. Yeah, she is definitely uh, affecting his career for sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because uh, like they say, I don't think the Smith family made money off her movies. So mm-hmm. I think that there is something there. So I don't know. You know, like Steph Curry's wife went through that thing where she wanted to have attention, too. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe women are used to being in the limelight and that could be affecting her. So, you know. Yeah. And then she was all like laughing, like after, you know, Will slapped Chris. So it's like, oh, so. Apparently that joke wasn't too bad. You weren't too right about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's that's crazy. Uh, Bill Maher, uh, the host of uh, HBO's uh, The Real Time, he chose to go after Jada the other night on uh, her struggles with alopecia Friday on his talk show, and he said uh, something like, "I mean, it's alopecia, not leukemia." He said, "You know, there's other things worse out there. I mean, you could like wear a wig or something." So, right, you guys think he's being insensitive to her, or no? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't think so either. I think because in this country, I see more girls wearing weave than ever before. I mean, it's just. I don't know. I think she wants that attention, but yeah, it's like a setup because it's like, yeah, like you're right. She could have wore if, if it really bothered her that much. She could have wore a wig, um, and to like be like, oh, I, I, to say I don't care, you know, about the the fact the the bald head doesn't bother me, and then to suddenly. You know this situation. It's like it's almost like it's almost like a, a setup. It's like okay, I don't care about it, and if I did care about, it, I could have wear a wig. But I'm gonna go out, and then if somebody says something negative, then there's a problem. And yeah, right. Yep. Yep. You're right. So, ah, man, it's just such a tough situation because I don't know if Will's gonna get canceled or not. I, I don't know. I think maybe he's too big to get canceled. Uh, yeah. I don't. I don't think he's gonna get canceled. I don't think that he should have to. Uh, you know, return his Oscar because he did earn it. Um, but true, I, true. I do think he's 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 probably going to be in you know um, what is it Twitter not, not Twitter like like you know jail jail yeah so mm-hmm. you know, he probably won't be because they already canceled or, or put the, put on hold his uh, Bad Boys Four and I guess there was mm-hmm. another movie that he's supposed to be doing with Netflix and yeah they put both yep, on hold too on hold. yeah yep. yeah yep. they couldn't find a director for that next movie so yeah, it's, it's definitely a hairy situation that's for sure Ooh, wow yeah but i didn't yeah. know there was a bad boys four yep mm-hmm. how what else could they do because three was a little suspect i mean that was I yeah so you're you reaching now what, what they call it <laughs> what's it called in hollywood when you do the, the uh fonzie moment where you just did everything you can do and you start reaching for stuff I yeah what, i forget what they call that so i don't know but yeah, that that would be interesting there. So, did you it's did a anybody money grab? Yeah, 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 that's it. Yeah. That's it. Did anybody read his book other than me? I never read it. Okay, no. <clears throat> I thought it was an excellent book. I thought he was very open and honest, and he explained a lot of things about him. As I said on a previous show, he explains why he's the way he is, and it kind of makes sense. You understand that he really found Jada, and he tried to get the Tupac out of her. He basically said, it. "I was jealous of Tupac." All my life, I'm trying to, you know, make her love me and live up to his image. And I think that, uh, I don't know, man. I think, I don't know, I just feel sorry for him. I just feel like I kind of got to know him a little better through his book. Hmm. But um, that, that so may explain what he was thinking. Like, what would Tupac do in this moment? And then he just went for it? 
I, I can't understand that. I don't know because it seemed mm. like you worked so hard to, to get a, a reputation like his because his stuff was tight, especially after his uh, criminal thing back in the days. He, he was tight. It was crafted. Then he go up there and do that. You know, you're born once, but you die a thousand times in Hollywood, man. And, uh, mm-hmm. Right. We'll and wait a minute. Something that you said earlier. So wait, you said in the book that he was saying that he was trying to do everything he could to make Jada love him? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, oh, he breaks wow. it down. He, there's a mistake right there. Yeah. There's a mistake right there. No way. Like if I, okay, now I I have definitely there there are some beautiful women here in LA. I mean, <laughs> oh my god. But if I have to like bend over backwards to try to like get you to like me, oh no, that that ain't the one. That is not the one. Well, I, again, in his defense, you got to read the book or at least listen to Audible because what he said was when he grew up his parents were kind of, well, his father was abusive, but his mother was very educated. And she kind of put him into a school. He was in an all-white school where he was never considered good enough because he was in a white school. And he go back to the neighborhood. He was considered, you think you better than us because you go to this school. So he never could fit in. He mm-hmm. really wanted somebody to love him. And then mm. he, he, he just seen a lot. And that's why he let his kids do all that stuff they do. He just, he's trying to fit in. And he just wants a family. And he wants to hold it together at all costs. And I think that's why he put up with stuff for her, cause man, she did that whole August uh, Cena thing and come to the red table. Yeah, well, technically Martin, he had a family before he met Jada, but we won't go there. So, right, well, it, that's because he got too caught up in Hollywood. He was <clears throat> he was chasing his he was exactly he wanted to be a good actor. I I really understand it. He just wanted to be the best at it. It wasn't that he was just I don't know. You know what I'm saying, Steve? You know you want to do a good job. You you want to sure. yeah. I think that's what he wants to do. So. But uh, do you think this helped him or hurt his career with this? The, the slap? Yes. Oh, people... hurt for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Big time. You mm-hmm. won't see a lot of folks coming on knocking down his door for endorsements. That's for sure. No. Heck no. Mm-mm. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know if I had that kind of money. I I mean, how much do you need? Because I'd be cool. Eddie Murphy kind of fell off the scene. He, like, I got enough. I'm good. So, I don't know. Um. Chris Rock has a lot of brothers, and they're not really happy about the situation either. They're, they're pretty much getting uh, turned into social media gangsters talking about that stuff, too. I don't think they're going to do nothing, but I don't know. Do you guys think that they're wrong for coming out in his defense so hard? Uh, he's got. I think he's got a great platform to, to talk about it now that he's you know selling out everywhere. And his ticket price has gone up by, what, six times now? Oh, yeah. Starting off like 64 bucks. Now they're over 300 something like that, maybe 360 something like that. Mm-hmm. So I, I think he's, he's winning, you know. So yeah, even if even if he did have to go through that that humiliation, so right, yeah. So like I said, uh, the situation was unfortunate. It had to be on live TV like that, but a lot of people are talking about it. It seemed like it was a uh, quite a while ago, but actually it was uh, what was it? About a week ago? Two weeks? Just a week? Wow. So the time of recording is a week ago, and it seemed like everybody and their cousin has talked about this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. There is another uh, actor out there who uh, who kind of came up doing it his way. I want to talk to Steve Lee about that. To um, hold on, I think we I think we lost Steve. Yeah, we did. Let me write this down. Thirty. <clears throat> we'll just hold on until you come back, then I can edit that. Okay. Okay, so Steve, 
we, we've talked about Will enough. I'm, I'm gonna let him go on and rest and do what he got to do because I guess his pep hand is definitely strong. So he need to rest for a minute. <laughs> Another guy out there getting some uh, buzz is Country Wayne. What are your thoughts on him? Ah, uh, I don't. It, it, I mean, I know who he is, but I don't know. Is there something? He, he, something happened to him recently? And no, he, no. He, no, he just, he's always coming on uh, social media talking about he did it his way. He said Hollywood wouldn't really give him a chance. So he started going to social media and putting out skits and stuff three, four times a day. He started getting pretty good money. And uh, a lot of times, uh, social media stars don't always translate well to Hollywood. But he actually learned his craft and he's doing real good. And I think he, he said uh, he's probably got about three, four million now. He's coming up pretty quick. So I just wondered what your thoughts were on a person who's actually coming from uh, social media to this big screen is that a hard struggle for people to do? Uh, hmm. I, well, okay. So first, I, I think that's pretty impressive. Uh, three or four sketches a day—that's yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I am lucky to get like three a week. So Ooh. that's yeah. <laughs> I don't post. I, I need this. I guess, man. Maybe I need to start uh, stepping my game up then. Um. But I feel like, okay, so I think in his in his case, maybe he because man, three or four a day, like you, mm-hmm. you're you really. I, I feel like in order for me to do that, those numbers, I would have to have like, I mean, my finances would have to be on point. Yeah, where I can afford to take that time off to do that. Uh, my finances are not in that position. Okay, <laughs> like, so I'm with you. Not I'm even right there close. With you. So yeah, no, I think that's pretty impressive. Um, yeah, hopefully. Now, one thing that I, that always like throws me off is because there's like a lot of people. Like when I look at like, okay, so let, let's take Country Wayne for example. I don't know if he did. Did, uh, did he say he has a he's making a movie or is he just doing the, the sketches? Oh, he's just doing the sketches, but they've already approached him for movies. He's he's got a book deal. He's got a million dollar book deal, and wow. then he's doing the. Uh, he's looking at uh, scripts now, seeing what he wants to do. Okay, yeah, because I was about to, I was about to, well, okay, I, I think that's, that's really cool. I always wonder, like, whenever I see, like, a lot of these, like, uh, influencers that have large numbers of people, I always think, like, oh, my gosh, like, why don't they, like, if, if I was in that position where I have that type of money, I would be self-funding films big time. Yeah. Um, for myself to star in. Like, I would, I would go, like, the Tyler Perry route. But you know, with with the social media uh, type money, right? And just like build. I mean, oh my gosh, yeah, yeah. So, I guess uh, I think his skits aren't that long. He started out doing like maybe a minute or two. I think now mm-hmm. the most I'm that's like three minutes. How long are your skits average? Averaging, Steve? Uh, I would say like two to three minutes. Yeah, that, that's about what he's doing. Yeah. So he does. He just like it's almost like I don't know what he's using. I don't. I don't know. You have to check him out and see one day. I, I was just curious about that because yeah, I've seen his videos. So he does. Okay, so he, his videos. He doesn't do like a lot of different angles. It's right. usually like one take, and mm-hmm. all the stuff happens in that one take. <laughs> yep, he sure I, does. <laughs> yeah, which is 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 pretty cool. Uh, first of all, the 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 level of improv that you have to have to to do that is is impressive. Like I could, I feel like I could probably do something like that too. Um, Actually, you know what? But but see, I don't I don't want to copy someone else's style. Like I want to have my own style because mm-hmm. that definitely works for him. What he does, right? Uh, yeah, 
Yeah. Uh, no, I read a book called Still Like an Artist. I'm stealing everything. If it works, I'm going to do it. You know, then make it my own. Because when you think about it, it's really nothing new under the sun. We just reinventing the same song, on the same movie. Like you said, we have to Bad Boys 4. I didn't even know it was going that far. So people mm. like a, they like a repeat. I, I think Hollywood does that too. If they find something that's working, oh, they're going to ride that till the wheels fall off. Yes. Mm. That uh, is true. Or until the slap wears off. I mean, no, no I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> like the Fast and Furious. What number we're on Fast and Furious now? 15, 20? I think they're about to do 10. That's I think it's like, yeah, so they have 10 and 11. They're supposed to stop at 11, but yeah. Yeah, we'll okay. See they already went to outer space on the last one, didn't they? they, they didn't come back with yeah. Thanos, right? <laughs> I was, I was like, man, are you serious? Yeah, <laughs> submarines and everything. I'm like, it's, what, what's, what can they do next? Okay, they go throw something in there called the Star Death on there. So, <laughs> yeah, or, or get it to other characters. <laughs> exactly. Oh, you mean Death Star? No, Star Death. That's what we got. It. That's what we got here. It's yeah, so, they're gonna be like racing aliens on other planets, right? Yeah, take them out there. Anyway. So, so Steve, what what do you do uh, other than this? Are you working uh, another job, or just is, is this all this? Uh, the, no, the... so I okay, so I I do a couple things. Like I do videography, mm-hmm. work, so like people will hire me to shoot their projects, or oh. I'll shoot uh, weddings. Uh, people hire me to edit projects, so I do that, um, and then I do Uber on the side. Okay. So, yeah, I have to. It's, I have a hustler mentality. It's just, I got to constantly be doing stuff to, you know. Hey, you know. hey, Steve. Not, not that I'm stalking you too much, but I am looking definitely at your IMDP page, and there's a lot of stuff you do. So, uh, directing, writing, acting, editor, cinematography, producer, sound department. <laughs> got six jobs. You, are you start your name, man. I'm just asking. Keep doing the thing. Doing yeah, no, nah, yeah, I have. Yeah, I try to stay busy. You know. Yeah. Now, now that Ubering, uh, I've always thought about doing that because I know you meet some interesting people doing that. Are people recognizing you or, or do you go out incognito? How, how does that work? Okay. Uh, so I would say 95% of the time I don't get recognized. And I think it's only <laughs> because, um, you know, a lot of people when they get in the Uber, they just want to get to their destination. Mm-hmm. They don't want to talk to the driver. They don't care about your life story. Right. Which is cool, which is fine. But a couple times, yes, I have been uh, recognized, and a couple times, yeah, because people have been like, I, I, I think I've seen you before, and then you know, I'll say, oh, if you see like these sketches, like I tell them the channel, and they, yes, that's uh, where I've seen. Yeah. So yeah, that's happened a couple times. That's kind of cool, yeah. like. Yeah, I bet it is. Hey. Um, uh, so far as being an actor, who is somebody you think you you would like to work with, maybe sooner than later, if you could work with anybody in Hollywood? Who would it be? Oh man. Okay. So I have like a, a, a couple people. Um, I, okay. This, I, I would love to do like a how high three mm. with red and meth. Like I would love to work with them, but I would make it funny because, because how high the first one was fun. Yes, it was. Yeah. The, the second one was garbage. And mm-hmm. so like, that was a payday. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, they weren't in the second one. Um, it was Little Yachty and somebody else. Yeah, I saw um, it. It was, it was terrible. And so I would like to do, you know, or, or, or maybe do it how high 2.1 because it's <laughs> that, that, yeah. that too was, was whack. So let's do how high. <laughs> the real one with Red. Yeah. So I, love to, I, I love, would love to work with them. Uh, I would also love to do, a, okay, I, 
and this was this was going to be like an interesting one. But I, I would love to do a comedy with Denzel because he's mm. funny. Yeah, yeah. He's always yeah, doing yes. drama, but he's funny. Like I've seen him in interview. I'm like, yo, this, I, I'd like to do a comedy with this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he's uh he's deep too. He's pretty smart. It's just a lot of things he said. I like. I can tell he he's he's just a learned man. I really can respect him on that. Mm-hmm. Um, my next question is: Is there a deal breaker you have like uh, if you were acting like I I couldn't kiss a smoker, and I definitely couldn't kiss a man because I'm not that good of an actor. What what's right. a what's a deal breaker for you? It was something you kind of wouldn't do. You talking about acting wise? Yeah. Uh huh. Oh yeah, it something. would definitely be the uh, I I couldn't kiss another guy. No way. Can't yeah. Do it. Can't do that. Um, also, I don't think I would do anything where I'm wearing a dress. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The smoker, yeah. like, yeah, I okay. I, I would prefer not to kiss a girl that's a smoker. But I have, you know, uh, gone out on dates with some girls that were cute, but, you know, they were smokers and I was not a fan, but it was just like, ah, they're cute. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, that was like, oh, it was yeah. one year. Oh my god, like she had just finished smoking. I'll never forget that she had just finished smoking, and we started kissing. And it was like I felt like I was like making out with an ashtray. Like, <laughs> like, just like, oh my god. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I had that same experience. I said, never again, man. Yeah, it's not yeah. pleasant at all. Yeah, and and, and just for the disclaimer. People can choose their own sexual orientation to choose to smoke. That's totally okay. up to them. We're not bashing that. We're just saying, hey, this right. is something we do. Okay. Right. Yeah. Now, it's just my preference. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And speaking of, of preference when it comes to people, I want to ask you about Kevin Samuels, too. Okay. He had, uh, you know, I was kind of chatting about this the other day, but he had talked about women being large or uh, overweight. Mm-hmm. He was saying that it's men's fault or something because we keep sleeping with them. And that's gonna keep them on this, uh, I don't know, <laughs> off the treadmill, I guess. So, what do, what do you think about it? Do you think Kevin Samuels is just a gimmick or is this dude, is he on to something? Okay. I, I, okay. I, I, okay. Well, let me just say this. I think he's, he's wrong for what he's saying, but I do understand his, his, his thinking because he's basically saying, you know, like, um, a lot of these guys are settling for these like, you know, bigger women. And yeah. because the the bigger women don't have the um not the incentive, I guess, to mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. lose weight. If 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 they weren't sleeping with the bigger women, then the bigger women would be like, okay, well, I gotta do something in order to be successful in dating. So I think that's what he's saying. Me personally, okay, because I've actually gone out with a couple of women that were a little bit, um, you know, full figure. Okay, I like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, now, okay, so <laughs> so there, there were there were two. I, I'll say in particular, uh, one of them very attractive. You mm-hmm. know, yes. yeah, and, and it was just like you know she was just a little bit, um, you know, more full figure. But but the face, it was like wow, like she's she's really pretty. Yeah. So yeah. that that was fine. Uh, the other one, I would say, was more in like the category that Kevin Smith is talking about, where or Kevin Samuels is talking about, where you know I, I was I was having you know I was in my drought, 
And like, I mean, it was there was a period where I mean, I was getting shot down by like, because usually the, the 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 women I I usually go after are usually like around mm, high seven, eight. I try to get some nines, you know. Uh, but these were like, you know, fives, and they were shooting me down, and I'm like, oh, Dang. wait a minute, <laughs> right, right. Exactly. What am I doing? I need a new barber. <laughs> right, I'm like, hold up, wait, am I in the twilight zone? Like, oh, <laughs> where's the camera? Because you're joking, are you serious? Mm-hmm. And so, like, uh, yeah, you know, I was like, I'll, I'll take what I can get. Mm-hmm. And I just remember it, it was that that one time. Oh my gosh, I'll never forget it. Like right afterwards, I was looking at her and I was like, Steve, what the hell are you doing? Like, you come <laughs> on, man. Are you serious? <laughs> so yeah, I had to, that that was the last time. I was like, mm-mm. So yeah. Yeah, I definitely understand. I had a one on a blind date. Well, it, it didn't really materialize, but I told a girl, I said, hey, why don't we meet at this little uh, outdoor restaurant? And so uh, she said, okay, cool. And I hadn't really saw her. Somebody, one of the friends, just said, hey, let's just go on a meter, just da, 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 whatever. Man, I, wa- I told her to be here at certain, certain time. I got there like 10 minutes early and I sat across the way. And she was supposed to be wearing a red dress. I seen this girl come around the corner with the red dress on, everything said. I got up and I left. Never talked to her again. So, Damn. yeah. So, I mean, I'd, it just wasn't going to be right for her. It wasn't going to be right for me. So, why go further? So, you know. It just it just wasn't my thing. So, what, what what about Lizzo? Would, would you, if she asked you out, would you go with her? Not saying nothing wrong. I'm just saying she's just a. Uh, a lot of people are very pro Lizzo. Right. Um. Okay. So I would say if we go out just to hang out. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> sure, why not? Okay. Yeah. Like that's like, a good okay, answer. So that situation that, that situation that you just said, where it's like I'm like all right, you know. Uh, I'll meet you, and she's like, wear red dress, and like Lizzo showed up. Like, I, I wouldn't leave. I, I would still go to dinner because I have done that before. Where it's like, um, back in 2015, I did try the online dating. Not a fan of online dating. I don't do that anymore. But uh, yeah, I did go up and meet this girl, and the pictures looked great. Mm-hmm. And I oh, saw yeah. her, and it was just like, oh, okay. I already know this ain't going nowhere. But I was like, well, you know, we'll eat. And then I gave her a hug goodbye, and that was it. We never, never that, was, that was it. That was yeah. it. Yeah, I can definitely appreciate that too. I was out, a girl had asked me out online dating too. And this is before I really didn't know the rules. I'm thinking if you ask me out, you're supposed to pay. Yes, that's right. Well, so no. We, yeah, we go out, and then the waiter brings a check. He said in the middle of us. And so I'm just, I kept on talking. I looked at the check. She sure. looked at the check the whole time. I'm looking at her, look at the check. I'm like, all right, well, I'm about to go. And so I got up and left. And she was still listening like, really? And yeah, that didn't go no further than that. And so that's, I think, I think that's the thing now. Cause is a man supposed to always pay? No. Heck no. I, man, let me tell you. I, no. Uh, no. <laughs> you, you can't <laughs> say that out loud. I, let me tell you, I had this, this girl, oh man, this is funny. So I met this girl, we exchanged numbers, and then uh, she hit me up one day, and she was like, oh, uh, do you want to go grab something to eat? And I had just finished, I literally had just finished eating like 20 minutes before she called, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, I, I just ate, so I'm not really hungry. So she was like, oh, I want to go get something to eat, but I don't want to eat by myself. So I told her, I said, well, listen, I'm not hungry, but I'll go with you. And then that way, you know, you'll have somebody to talk to while you're eating. Uh-oh. Yeah, so she's, exactly. So, but I'm not thinking anything of it. So she's like, great. So she picks me up. We go. 
she's eating. I'm eating nothing. I'm not like taking a bite out of her food. I'm just sitting there just chit-chatting, right? <laughs> so the bill comes and she's uh -oh. looking at me to pay for it. I'm like, what? I didn't even eat anything. Like I thought I was Ooh. coming with you to keep you company. Like I'm doing you a favor. I, I could have stayed home. Right. So, but yeah, so she was mad that I didn't pay. And uh, needless to say, we never talked again. I, I hit her up afterwards, like to, to, cause I was like, I'll take you out. This is me taking you out on a date. And yeah, that it never materialized because she was like thinking I was supposed to pay for her meal that she was eating. I was like, how, how does that look? Like what? No. Uh -huh. yeah. Did you do a skit on that one yet? Uh, I did a short film on that. Wow. That's yeah. that's some good stuff right there. That's real. That is real. I like <laughs> yeah. that. Because, you know, a lot of times I hear a lot of people, uh, women saying that, like, yeah, a man's supposed to do it. Because I asked a girl, I said, so why do you think that a man's supposed to pay for your food? She said, because I get my hair done. I get my eyebrows done. I get waxed. I had to buy a dress. I had to buy makeup. I did all that for you. The least you can do is buy dinner. I'm thinking, yeah, but, you know, dudes get their hair cut. And we wear clothes, too. And we can put gas in the car. And But I, I guess... Mm -hmm. Maybe women have something more to offer than than men, and I'm just missing it. I'm, I'm just gonna no, no. You are you are a hundred percent right. There's, no, no, because yeah, we they they do all that stuff for them. Mm -hmm. I don't care about that. Like you don't have to like get all dolled up to. You know, I'm I'm cool with like the the girls that just do the jeans and t-shirts. I'm right. Yo, like pull the hair back. Like let's go get something <laughs> to eat. You know exactly. Like, I'm not, yeah, I'm yep. not asking you to do all that makeup and all that extra presentation that's that's you that yeah. you want to do that yeah i think women actually dress for other women because women are yes. harder on women than we are yeah exactly exactly a girl quick to tell you oh that's a fake butt well her hair is this so that ain't her real eyes i'm like i don't care it, it looks good mm -hmm. you know but they and, and something else i found since you got me on this topic uh many times Women are always saying what they want in a man. He's got to be a provider. He's got to have white teeth. You got to be. They never say what they bring to the table. Right. You mm -hmm. dang, they got to fight if you say what you bring to the table. What? How dare you ask me that? Okay. Well, uh, I need to know. So, yeah. Well. Yeah. That that cracks me up too. Where it's like you know we have to bring this to the table, but they just bring themselves to the table. It's like yeah. oh no no no. Yep. Heck no. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, a, I'm definitely gonna write that down about the uh, going out to eat, not eating. That that's a good move. Just eat before you get there. Mm, mm, mm. No, but I didn't even plan for that. Like I literally was, I just had finished eating. I wasn't even thinking somebody was gonna call me and be like, "Oh, I want to go get something to eat." But I so, like that though, because they they take you out to Ruth Chris or something. He's like, "I already ate. You go ahead. Then you get everything you want. Then you pay for it. Then we we good." Oh, I see what you say. Oh, yeah, yeah, that way. Was... Yeah, yeah, because that way you okay. Because I think when sometimes I, I don't know, it seemed like women would use a dude for a meal. So I don't know. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I have to disagree with Kevin Samuels uh, on the fact of these women being big, not really getting men. Because uh, it's a show I watch sometimes called My Six Hundred Pound Life. Okay. They all have dudes. Every one of them. Right, but then you have to ask yourself. See, so Kerry Samuel is saying, if it, okay, in that situation where yes, they have a guy. If that guy had another option, would he still <laughs> be with that, that girl? That's the that's the question. That's so a good yeah. point. That is a yeah. good point. Boy, man, if we could do a show with them and we could, oh, I like to interject something here, Bob. Y'all see you talking to Chrissy over here. She's sick. If you can have the supermodel here, which show be over credits be rolling. All right, well, that's it. <laughs> right, Great show. Exactly. Oh, okay.
All right, with the time of this show, we're going to move into the uh, final segment called Getting to Know You. This is where we're going to ask you just a few questions, uh, a little bit more about how you feel about things. Uh, Trey dropped off for a minute. If he comes back on, that's fine. If not, we're just going without it. Okay. All right. So tell us, uh, is there anything that you get nervous about when you're when you're doing a shoot or trying to put your movie together? Are you what? What, what are your fears, if any? Okay. So with the sketches, I don't have a fear. It. Uh, because the way I do my sketches is I'll bring in a, a group of actors and if let's say I have a particular sketch idea for a particular actor or actress and they either don't show up or show up late then I'll just use somebody else and it is just it just is what it is it's you know uh, but when it comes to like shooting a movie like the my biggest fear again is with the actors is I, I don't want to like start making a movie and mm-hmm. then an actor drops out either because they don't like the project or because a better project comes along or whatever that's you know because i have friends who you know they they invested a lot of money into making their film and something happened either like crew people dropped out or actors dropped out and now they have an incomplete movie mm-hmm. now that's never happened to me uh, but yeah, every every time i do a film if it's like more than a few days i i do get a little bit nervous and uh, I worry, like, oh man, I hope these actors don't drop out because I would be so pissed to be stuck with half a movie after like spending all that time and money and effort. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that would be like my biggest fear. And actually, the feature film that I shot, like, I barely made that because I told, you know, the actors it was going to be a twelve-day shoot, and okay. it was a twelve-day shoot. But on the twelfth day the lead actress like well i i had a problem with the lead actress almost from the get-go and i was gonna replace her Mm. yeah i was gonna replace her uh but i I didn't because the other actor there was one actor who drove who flew all the way from vegas to be in the movie and so i didn't want to you know we had already shot his stuff so i didn't want to have to like reshoot it yeah so i was just like all right let me just you know keep my head down and just you know, uh, yeah. hold, hold my tongue and just, let me just get this through this movie and then I'll have to never work with this girl again. But um, yeah, it was it was tough. And then so on the 12th day, um, you know, I told the, the lead actress and the other actress um, that, you know, I gave them a four o'clock call time and I said, you know, I'll pick y'all up so y'all don't even have to drive. Like, it's, hey. I'm gonna make the last day super easy. So I drove to pick them up and right before, like five minutes before I suppose I like picked them up, the second lead actress is like, I have to be done by five for a live uh, audition. Wow. For a Zoom audition. So mm. I'm like, what? Like you you waited until five minutes before to tell yeah. me that you have to be done in an hour? Like wow. that's, that's tough, mm-hmm. right? And then the lead actress was like, well, I have to be, and, and I have to be done by, when she heard that, about the, the second actor, she was like, well, I have to be done early too. I have to be done by 9.30. Mm-hmm. So on the last day, you know, rather than being able to take my time and get all the shots that I, I needed, I had to like scrap some shots because I, I was like, well, you know, let me just get the shots that I need to be able to finish this movie. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it was, that last day was just like super stressful which, and it was unnecessarily stressful. And I even said, I was like, look, look if, if you guys can't, you know, work longer today, and this is the last day where I have to get everything, then yeah. let's just reschedule. 
And the lead actress was like, I'm not available after today. Like she was wow. just making my job unnecessarily difficult. And I'm thinking, you're the lead actress in this movie. This is your movie. Like right. I would think that you would want the movie to succeed that you're in. So Exactly. <sighs> yes, it was it was rough. That's uh, a lot of people work there, boy. <laughs> yeah, I'm just glad it's done. And um, yeah, the lesson that I learned from that was, you know, just be a little more um more careful with who you who you cast i say that that makes sense yep um so you said you were in school and when you first got the acting bug did you ever finish your uh, degree i did not okay yeah like because like it was crazy like the next day it was like all subjects of law just were not interesting to me anymore all i kept thinking Mm. about was like film Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. you, you don't you don't really need a degree i think if you're a hustler and you obviously are that I think people can do it. It's a, like, uh, what's his name? Uh, what's the guy that Elon? No, 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 no. Dang, what's his name? Dropped out. I think Bill Gates dropped out of school. Uh, I don't know if uh, uh, Jeff Bezos did or not either. Hmm. I know yeah. one of them. Um, yeah, either yeah, either Elon or Jeff. Or, yeah, one of them I know for sure they were saying dropped out and, you know, they're wildly successful. So Yeah, Steve Jobs. Uh, mm mm-hmm. Straight, who's the dude that uh, did a uh, Dale computer? Michael Dale, I think he dropped out too. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> go ahead, Trey. You can ask your question. I, I don't want to hog all. Oh, that's, that's all good. So you know, since the last time we had you know had you on the show, what's what's the latest thing that you've actually decided to uh, venture that's that's beyond your your current skill set? Anything new and exciting you're doing outside of acting? Uh, so I am actually co-writing. Uh, well, okay, so I'm doing two things. Like, I'm I'm writing a script for a uh, a teen comedy, and I'm mm. co-writing a uh, a zombie movie. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Is that the is that those uh the racist zombies? The racist zombies? Is that the one? Did, I thought you did a skit with a zombies lock the door when you walked them or something. I did a sketch where it's like um. No, okay, so no. Um, Kim Peel did a sketch about racism. Oh, maybe that was okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I see you. You're right. My bad. Yeah, I did a, I did a, I did a like COVID um, zombie sketch where it was like people were trying to uh, these quote unquote uh, zombies without their mask were trying yeah. to get people with their mask to take their mask off. Okay. Yeah. All right. But no, no, it's different. Okay. I want to know a little bit more about your karate here. You're breaking concrete and everything. So I'm seeing these videos on, on, on wait, what comedy? So mm-hmm. is that something that you're doing on a regular basis now, getting into karate, or was that just part of the a, a bit you were doing? No, no. I've been doing, okay, so I did karate when I was a kid, and okay. then I picked it up again when I was in college. And then when I moved out to L.A., um, I wanted to get into it again, and but I just I just didn't have the time. And so I ended up dating... Uh, this girl who her stepdad um, is like a 10th degree black belt. Mm. And so I told her, I was like, oh, you know, when she told me that, I was like, oh, I always wanted to get back into martial arts. And so she introduced me to him. And so, yeah, I started taking classes with him ever since. So I've been I've been studying with him for uh, seven years. Oh, um, and yeah, so that that's how I got my first and now second degree black belt. 
Uh, look yeah. at him, Trey. This dude's dangerous. Okay. He, he, he waiting for someone to try to come slap yeah, him. That's he, what he yeah, tried to no say. You know, and, and my ex-girlfriend, that's exactly what she said. She was like, yeah, you just... Because I told him if I was in that situation with, that Chris was in, yeah, no way. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, you just been itching to just use, use what you know on somebody. I'm right. like, me? Not mm-hmm. me. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite characters you did is Neanderthal Man. How was he doing with dating in his Beverly Hills cave? I mean, I know he don't draw them stick people. Is, is it going good? I know he's trying online dating. Is, is it going good for him? No, no, it's definitely not going good. And actually, it's funny you should mention that because I I was actually, like, if you look at the last sketch, I was actually about to end that character. What? Only because, well, okay, so the reason why I was going to end it is because it's a lot of work to make that, that sketch because I can't just shoot it with my regular camera. I have to use my phone and then you have to put the filter on and it only lets you film for like a certain like you can't film a whole sketch you have to just film your lines yeah um so it doesn't give me a chance to do um improv like as if i were doing it with my camera because i i can't yeah i can't do it (laughs) it's just difficult because it's so short like you have to it's only going to let you get a certain amount of clips. Okay, okay. So yeah. I just got tired of I was like, man, I, this is a lot of work, and I'm not getting a lot of views. But then, like you, a lot of people have been telling me, oh, I love that character. I do, man. That, that's, that's, that was funny. It was just like he said, my Beverly Hills man, a cave or something. I'm drawing stuff. It was like, oh, man, that, that was funny. I, I, man, I'm going to put that one up. I'm going to show that one again. <laughs> okay, uh, my next question is, is this is a uh, serious note. Who do you think is more influential uh, in the past? Was it Martin Luther King or Malcolm X? Which one did you, did you were you more attracted to? So, oh, so me personally, uh, I was more. I would be more like the the Malcolm X, you know. Mm-hmm. But I feel like in society, I feel like Martin Luther King was probably more influential. Okay, good. One. Yeah. Okay, All but right. if I were born back in that day, I would have been like my thinking would have been more like Malcolm like okay <laughs> we, yeah yeah, yeah. I, I think I agree with that too I don't I don't think he was the way society portrayed him I think he was a very he was a, a thinker and he right. was uh his speeches he just got people to move and I just I was impressed with that um what's what's the last book you read or listened to uh okay so I oh, what was it it was uh the last book I read was the war of art Ooh, yes. Mm, that's a very. It was uh, uh, Green, Robert Green. Yes, I think that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you know about that? Oh man, yeah. And now the book that I'm about to start reading uh, is called Invisible Man by Ralph Ellison. I got that one too. I, that's a very I good book. I just got it. Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. That, you, somebody turned you into some good stuff, man. It's just, it's, it changes you when you did that. Um, last current book I'm reading is uh, I'm learning all about Steve Jobs man Uh, I had no idea dude was like that so when you read stuff you just see people from a whole different perspective so yeah all right Uh, Trey did you have something else you wanted to go over yeah here's my question kind of deeper as well too you started thinking about your life in in 20 year increments you know where where do you see yourself in in the next 10 to 15 years and what are you actually doing What's, what's, what's the plan for Steve Roy Oh my gosh! Well, hopefully, uh, the plant. <laughs> uh, I, I better not be driving Uber. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> no way. <laughs> no. Um, okay. So, 
the I've actually been work. I have like a, a two year plan. So um, my right now it's like I'm trying to like make at least this year. I'm trying to make like two features. Trying to shoot two features this year. And I have a distributor interested in the the revenge film that I shot. So the plan is to try to get that on, uh, or the plan is to get that on like streaming service so I can start making money off of that movie and mm-hmm. then use that movie to fund um, uh, like the next project. But while I'm doing that project to be um, getting these two feature films that I'm shooting this year. So I want to get that posted next year and get that on online streaming. And then the other one so that in like, I guess like a couple years, years, I think it takes like, a, a year or two before you start seeing money coming back. So I'm thinking like, yeah, for these next two years, I probably won't see money. But after the two years, when these three movies are out, um, yeah, to just be keep constantly just taking the the money that I'm making and reinvesting it into making the next one and the next one and the next one and so on and so forth. Nice. Well, let me ask you this. So you know, you mentioned it's so critical to have funding for mm-hmm. for for your for your films. Yeah. So here's a quick, would you rather, would you rather have funding for your next film mm-hmm. or free gas for the next 10 years? Oh, how much is How much are you paying out there? Uh, okay. So the, uh, I just bought some gas yesterday. It was five, I think it was like five sixty-five. Ooh. And I is thought, that, oh that, man, that, I, that's cheap. Is that premium, <laughs> is that premium gas or regular? Regular. That's 87. Man, yeah, that that's when you know it's bad when you're like, yo, like I'm happy to see five dollars sixty five because there's there's a couple gas stations where it's like a little over six, and I saw one Mm-mm. where it was like a little over seven. So there ain't no way. Yeah, wow. man, I'm running to eat three eighty five in my car, so I'm paying three eighty five. So three eight. Oh my god, <laughs> that's a little cheap right here, mm-hmm. man. If I saw three eighty five, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, let me ask this: Who do you? Uh, oh, but to answer your question, though, uh, I would I would take the funding for the movie. Okay. Still, yeah. yeah. Okay. I think I would too. That's a good one. Who Who do you think is funny? Would, would you like, like Marlon Wayans, Kevin Hart? Who do, Who do you find funny out there in in the comedy game? Hmm. Okay. Uh, a lot of people don't like Kevin Hart, but I, I think he's funny. Oh my goodness! I do. I'm sorry. He, he, Here we go. <laughs> I'm gonna leave yeah. it alone. I'm not going there. I know it's all good. It's all good. I I think. So, I mean, you know, some of the stuff he says, I think it's funny. You know, it makes me laugh. Um, but yeah, I like I, I, Marlon. Marlon, I think. I think Marlon. He, he's funny, but he he was funnier back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and of course, I like Eddie Murphy. Yeah, I definitely like Eddie. Uh, Eddie's a goat to me. Yeah, Chris Chris Rock. I like Dave Chappelle, of course. Um, I like Conan. Conan is funny. Yeah, he is. He's funny mm-hmm. too. Yeah, you're right. He is. Um, I think uh, Jerry Seinfeld's funny too. Jerry, uh, that was gonna be also on my list. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I like him. I like Louis C.K. I like Larry David. Yeah, it's a lot. Oh yeah, like you're that. right. Yep, it is a lot. <clears throat> I can't put Kevin up there, but I do think that he's good. <laughs> uh, here's one. I, one I want to ask too. Do you think Beyonce is a better singer or a better actress? 
Oh man, that's a good one. Um, I don't want to get you in no trouble because you when you blow up, I don't want nobody to go back and hear this. But no, nah, no, nah, that, that's a good one. I don't know because she, I mean, I, man, she's pretty good at both. Um, better. Well, I guess I would probably have to say better with the singing, but man, I think she's she's really good with that too. She's come a long mm-hmm. way. She, she's got yeah. better. I, I give it to her. Yeah, de- definitely <laughs> come a long way from like the Austin Power days to you know where she's at now for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, as far as uh, other comedians, a comedian from here in Indiana, uh, Mike Epps. What did you think about him? Mike Epps is funny, and he's mm-hmm. quick. He's quick with it. Yeah. Yeah. He is. Yeah. Got a lot of movies on his belt too. Okay. Hey, Trey, I, another, well, yeah, like, I, I just got one last question. So here's another: Would you rather? Would you rather have, you know, a a career that's based on someone doing really good writing for you, makes you, you know that mega star, or would you rather do your what you're doing right now and build your base from that? Ah, hmm. That's a good question too. I, cause I, I want to say I would rather build my base, but if someone, okay, so if someone is like a much better writer, I'm, I'm not one of those people. I need to do everything. So yeah, I guess I would. Hmm, I guess I'd probably choose the the writer. Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. If, if they're writing, you mean if they're writing and I'm directing what they're writing. Mm-hmm. And and then that leads to you either being either a lead role in their in the film that they're in, or keep doing your thing and blazing your own path. Which is which is better for you? Hmm. Yeah, I, I I guess I would choose that one where they someone is a better writer, and I'm like you know getting involved with their stuff. But then knowing me, I would be like I would use that to get the financing to do my own stuff as well on the side. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't mind like taking, you know, one step back and working on somebody else's stuff to, you know, take the two steps forward. Exactly. On my exactly. Oh. Okay. Uh, my final question, this is Ward. Final question is, uh, what do you wish you knew now? I mean, in the beginning that you know now, what would have helped you out? Oh my gosh. Okay. So and it, uh, this, this is something that when I was when I was younger, all my friends used to tell me this because my friends would be like, Steve, if the energy that you put into chasing these women, if you put that into your career, <laughs> you would have been famous because I used to. Oh, my gosh. Like, I, and I'm so mad about my at myself for this, too, because when I was younger, like I was booking like, you know, um, I did a few commercials. I did okay. a couple under fives on some TV shows. Um, and rather than using that money to, you know, reinvest in my career, um, you know, I was like taking trips. I was shopping. I was like, you know, taking girls out to dinner. Like it was, you know, I was I was wilding out big time. And I was just like, oh, you idiot. Like you should have been like serious about you. Yeah, I, that, so that's what I would say. I, I would have uh, definitely put the career first. Okay. Because when you when you think about it, it's like, okay, the cool thing about this world is it is littered with beautiful women. I mean, <laughs> they'll be there. So it's like you 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 don't have to like chase, they'll be there. Just you know, uh focus on your career. And actually the best the best advice that I, I heard, and this this has stuck with me, um, they said um that the um the beautiful women, they don't like, you know. Uh, they don't, ch- what is it? I, I, it's like they don't chase um, or they just hang out at the finish line. Mm. So, like, rather than you chasing those girls, just 
you know, just focus on your career and don't worry, they'll, they'll be there at the finish. When, once you succeed, once you get to that successful level, oh, they'll be there. So yeah, I was like, oh man, they just, yeah, they just wait at the finish line. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's some good advice right there. Mm-hmm. All, right. All right. Well, we're at the point of the show. We're going to wrap it up. So Steve, as promised, please tell us again where they can find you on social media. Yeah, so if you're on Instagram, if you look up Wait What Comedy, that's like, wait what? And then comedy, so Wait What Comedy. Uh, if you're on Facebook, it's just Steve Royal, and that's Royal with two L's. <laughs> and if you are on YouTube, it's uh, I have a couple of different channels. So I have a kids channel, and that one is uh, Steve Royal Entertainment. That's my, um, you know, I have like a few like teen comedies on there. Uh, then there's Royal 127, um, ro- like Royal, R-O-Y-A-L-L, and then the number 127. Uh, mm-hmm. That's just my channel where I just throw everything on there. And then I have, of course, uh, Wait What Comedy on YouTube for the okay. sketches. Yep. Are you going to be on Patreon? Is it Patreon or Patreon, whatever you call that thing? Uh, so uh, somebody else asked me that I thought about that but I don't want to embarrass myself because I don't think I have enough subscribers where people would actually pay to see my work so I don't want to like uh, no yeah. I definitely I definitely think you would get the money for that you you selling yourself short your, your comedy is good I've, I've been watching you for a long time I've, you, you got what it takes so don't sell yourself short man you're, you're, uh, well, you're putting in the okay. work sure well here's the thing so I tried to raise money for um, a film and we were trying to raise like what fifty thousand dollars, and we raised four hundred dollars. So okay, <laughs> like, but you, ah. but you learned though. You don't think you learn? Okay, this didn't work. Next time I will do this, that. I always tell people keep going. You're gonna make it when he when you there when we see you get slapped on stage. We gonna be there to see you do it. You know, and I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank yes, you sir. Very much. <laughs> okay. All right. Let me go over these final thoughts so we can get out of here. We want to leave you guys with this. Many times people are quick to say that they don't think so-and-so will be successful at this or that adventure or that project. They may possibly mean well, but it doesn't always come off that way. In a world filled with a plethora, or, I'm sorry, a plethora of, of doubters, it's refreshing to get some positive support now and then. We'll behoove ourselves if we stop telling dreamers what could go wrong and start highlighting the results of what could result from their hard work, especially when the person is doing it like my man Steve. Always keep the main thing the main thing. I'm just saying. If you heard something today that you like, please tell a friend about What's Up With Ward. Like and follow us on Audible, Amazon, Pandora, and wherever else you stream. I'm Wardy Ward. He's Trail Day. Thank you, Steve, for stopping by. Peace. Oh, thanks for having me. Yes, sir. Peace. Bye.